Podcast Network at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org. Okay. Check, check, check. Check, check, check. Can you hear anything? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm barely dressed. Yeah. I'm not even dressed. Hold on. Let me start this <laughs> recording as well. This thing recording here. Yes. All right. Thank you. Help me get dressed. My girlfriend is helping me getting dressed. I'm not dressed for the start of this show. This is no suggestion. Bucking naked. Um, God, I hope that's recording. Um, uh, Anya, you stall talking to the mic. All right. right. Uh, my name is Anya Jones, and um, this is Radio Free Brooklyn. This is no suggestion. It's a show where Ralph Jean Pierre, aka Precious Gorgeous, interviews improv comics, um, and myself included. I am also an improviser, and we will break into improv scenes randomly at any moment. It could happen anytime. It's not happening now. Um, and uh, we're here in Brooklyn. It's warm. It's July. But yeah, it's pretty warm. There's been warmer Julys than this. I'll say that for um, damn sure. Man, ain't that the truth. And that ain't that how it goes. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah just just uh, just us tonight here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Let me check and see. Let me check the Radio Free Brooklyn mobile app to see if we're actually uh, broadcasting. I'm going to be all sweaty on I this. I actually uh, listen to this show on the Radio Free Brooklyn app every single week, and I dream of being on it. And this is um, this is a real. Uh, you dreamt of being on this show, my dear. I just I love the show. I'm not I'm not just saying that. I listen to this show every week, and I uh, I love it. And I uh, oh, you're the one. <laughs> Shout out to Xavier Pearson. Where the hell are you? Where the hell is Xavier tonight? He's the co-host. Man, I think on me now. Xavier's one of the best co-hosts, and I, I'm not making this up. I told Ralph, make sure Xavier is there for my episode. Did because, I? Yes. Well, I said that. So because I wanted the best episode, you said it. Yeah. and he's the best co-host, and I wanted him here. And where's the boy now? This is a crucible. It's a cross you have to bear now. Asleep. Well, he's, he's somewhere home asleep. Oh, please. Maybe he's listening. And um, yeah, I don't know. I usually I reminded him. I should have reminded him day of, which I usually do. And I, I didn't. That's the thing. You think you're being annoying, but you got to be annoying. You gotta, got it. Sometimes the reminder is, is helpful. Yeah. Um, okay. I just, I don't, I don't mean to annoy you, but I just, I just wanted to remind you again to make sure you close the door. Stop getting on my case. Stop it. Lisa, you're 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 my you're my granddaughter and I I just I worry that you'll forget to close the door. I don't mean any disrespect towards my grandmother. I respect you very much and I love you. But I'm going to close the door. I close the door every single day. You remind me every single day. And I close it every single day, whether or not you remind me. There was one time in 2004 where you promised me you would close the door. And there was an awful draft. The entire, I was trying to enjoy Steve Harvey. There was a draft. Oh, the draft. I know there was a draft. It was worse than the Vietnam draft. I, oh, that's very clever. 
I I have apologized many a times, and I cannot apologize enough, and I will apologize again. It's now 2022, and that was, what, maybe 16 years ago? That was maybe 16 years ago, and I am really sorry. And there was a draft, and I was on my way, and that was the night that I got pregnant, and I'm really sorry, and I don't think those things are coincidence. And you have you have talked to me at length about the dangers of being not careful, and I was not careful twice that night, and I am so sorry. You left a lot of doors open, and and that brought us little Charlotte. That's that's my baby girl, and you are helping me raise her. And you know what? I have not let a door stay open since then. Last sixteen years, every door I walk through, it's closed. You best believe it is closed. I, all right. I just, I feel, feel nervous that you. You don't have to be, you're safe. You are perfectly safe. It was a terrible draft. Eat your soup, please. Eat your soup. Mm. I made you a pumpkin soup. I, I like it hot, but if the door is open, it's going to cool quickly. No, you don't get to do. You do not get to do this to me. No, make sure the door is closed. I'm not opening the door to cool your soup and then closing it when you don't get to just choose. I want the soup hot. Make sure the door is always closed. Except if you walk through the door, immediately close it behind you. You know what? I'm not going. You're not going. I'm not leaving. And uh, I'm sitting right here and I'm watching you eat your soup. And there's absolutely no draft. Charlotte is napping upstairs. She just doesn't have to. Keep that door cracked a little bit because no, the child is. No. Grandma, come on. Crack it a little bit. Crack for my it or close it or dra- No. For my granddaughter. This is confusing. It. For me, close it no, all the way. I can't remember that. When you're asleep with your husband, you close it all the way. But for little Charlotte, crack it or crap a little bit so that God can walk in. An angel. Grandma, come on. What is this really about? This soup needs hot sauce. Okay, uh, see. <laughs> all right, hold on a second. I'm going to turn on the light. You stall again. Oh, well, uh, hello. Uh, welcome to Radio Free Brooklyn. You're listening to No Suggestion, which is an improv uh, podcast. We break into little improv scenes at any moment. Oh, it got real bright in here. Um, I have always thought that I might have a voice for radio, and I am proving myself right because these I am smooth. I've never really heard myself in my own ear. I got a face for telegrams. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, this is, uh, so again, this is no suggestion. It's a it's an improv comedy talk show. We talk, and then improv comedy happens as we're talking. Yeah. Anya is my, is my woman, oh. my girlfriend, Ooh. my woman. Nice. We met through improv. Yeah, in a way, in a way. Seeing... Yeah. Okay. No, I mean directly. That? No, directly. You're right. Directly you're because right. of improv. What would you? What would you? How would you amend that? How would you? You know fix what? That okay, statement? listen. Uh, so we've been together for uh, about four and a half years, and uh, in the beginning of the relationship, I was not the kind of person that could admit something like this. But you have, you have uh, forced me into a more honest life, and I will admit it. I just like to disagree sometimes. <laughs> So I I was going to disagree with uh, what you said just on it. No reason. Because I was scared. Because I was a scared little girl. And uh, I felt 
like uh, disagreeing gave me some power, and it's just a habit that I have. And that is, see, you, sh- you shouldn't have said that to me because I now I'm going to use it. I know. On everyone else I ever meet. Oh no! Listen, come on. People have a bunch of problems. Problems are very interesting, but you can't just pick a problem that's interesting and then put it on the next know, person that I you know, see. I know what you did. I know exactly what you did. It, it, I know it, exactly it, what you did. It, that stays in this room. I know. It stays in you, this room. You admitted it. I did I know not exactly what you did. The circumstances were very specific, and that stays between these four walls and the ceiling and the floor and you and me. Everybody, everybody does the same thing that you did. I know it. You were foolish enough to admit it. Now I know, and I believe you. We made sweet love. Yes. There is nothing wrong with that. Yes. It was a very, it was a very special night. It was then a very humid night. And you told me you gotta, you gotta be out early in the morning. I, and then you admitted to me. Listen, you don't have nowhere to be. You just needed to leave. Sometimes I just tell a lie. It just, it's just what, uh, it's just what needs to happen. Well, I know, I know what you did now. You and I made love. Sweet. Yes, we did. It was tender. I cherish it. Now, I cherish it, Cheryl. And I feel that you were very vulnerable with me, and I liked that. Oh. You were very open. But don't say that too loud. You were very vulnerable. No, no, no. Vul- you were a sweet, sweet little open with your little soft tender belly. No. And I got to tell you something right now. No. Right now, you feel like I lied to you to get away, and I did. But you feel like that means I'm going to slip away in the what? sands of time. And you're afraid of losing me. You're afraid. You're afraid. I lose people all the time. I lost so many. Because I'm strong. Because str- that's not how people lose people, my boy. People just go. That's just life. I, lo- I lost people because I'm, because I got a, too, too weighty, too heavy, too hard. You are a large man. You are very large. My knuckles have cement on the end of them. Cement. But you, I didn't notice that. Oh, look, look down at my at my mitts. Oh, Peter. Look down at these mitts. Oh no. They drag across the floor. Oh no, I, no. I'm part Neanderthal. You're projecting a lot of criticism onto yourself, and you don't need to do that. My jaw, the bottom part of my jaw, juts forward and protrudes. Like my forehead. Oh, Peter. I don't have to go to work, but I want to leave. But. i get you some ice cream. I might be back. Ice? Okay. Wait. What time are you? Hold. What kind of, what kind okay, of ice cream? Okay, the ice cream got you. Any. I, I gotta admit I'm hooked. Cherry. Uh, no, I'll see you later. Salted caramel. Uh, mm. uh, chalk. Got dairy free. Got any lactose-free options? Not, and the and the local bodega doesn't have that. How about some ice chips? Ice chips. I have to go. We'll connect on Twitter. Ah. <laughs> I'm gonna download TikTok. I'll download it from the app store 
Oh, my thumbs are too big for the buttons. I, I, I want to take back when I said that we'd see each other again. You've driven me away. I do it every time. Please, please move. Can you move your left thigh to unblock the door? That is the door. <laughs> See, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that means. Um, in the world are we talking about? It's hard to keep track of where we came from before we went into a went into an improv scene. You know, that's actually a Zen exercise. What is? Um. Okay, so this was taught to me in grad school. Uh, okay, so I don't remember it exactly, but the exercise is you sit and you let yourself think freely and you just, your mind wanders. And then at a certain point you stop yourself and you trace back each thought and you, uh, tell yourself, or you could even write it down. This is what I was thinking about. And the reason I was thinking about this was because it led me like the, you, you remember the thought that led you to that one. And then the thought that led you to that one and you trace them all back. And it's a real muscle that you can strengthen. And um, I mean, it's definitely better for like your own awareness of your thoughts, but I'm sure it's better for other stuff. I don't know. I've played that game actually thousands of times. And each time I do it, I trace each thought back one by one. It's like a breadcrumb game or like a little, you know, piece of yarn that you spool out and then you trace uh-huh. your steps all the way back. Uh-huh. And uh, I played that game thousands of times and I'm, I've become really good at tracing each step back and getting really clear and sharp. But each step that I trace back, and each time I do it, when I go from the end to the beginning, when I get to the very beginning thought that I, when I roll the, roll the spool away back, when I get to the very beginning thought, every single time the thought is, you guessed it, Frank Stallone. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, with your Norm jokes. <laughs> Rest in peace to the uh, goat. Yeah. Norm McDonald. Come on now, that was worth it. I yeah. really. I know you so well that I know when you're building up uh, like that. Now. And I know when you're not speaking genuinely. <laughs> and on. you were not. Well, I was in, I was in was were, you, were you at any point fooled? Uh, no, no, I know you well, but I'm sure, I'm sure you fooled many people. <laughs> That's all that matters. <laughs> got him each. Yeah. Um, what do you, what do you have to say about grad school? You just brought up grad school. I feel oh, like well, the guy that taught me that exercise was, ended up being such a bad dude. In the guy my, who taught you the Zen exercise? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We used to go to like zen? meditation class together. Oh, oh my god! Well, maybe he really needed it. What, Ralphie, he was the worst. What happened to him? Um, he. Oh my gosh, this is such a long story. But there was a, a love triangle that uh, my you were involved in. Oh, my yeah. girlfriend. <laughs> Years before we met, yes, I was in a, a little love triangle and. You know what the the point tri- the point of the triangle that I was was down in the outhouse down in the shitter. That <laughs> as many ways that could be wrong, <laughs> bad. Yeah, I was I was used and um and uh, cheated on and uh, they broke the rule. <laughs> <laughs> you were cheated on. Oh no! I was made a lot of promises, and it's such a it's such a awful thing to remember because. Itemize it, break it down detail by detail, oh moment by moment. Gosh. Each one oh, for the for the pleasure of the listeners. <laughs> Exploit your pain. Anya is also a stand-up comedian. We're going to talk about that. A very wonderful stand-up comedian here in I'll, Brooklyn. I'll try Brooklyn. to give the abridged version. Um, but there is a. This is like a a nice juicy story. But it's like the the story is juicier than what really happened. But 
I went to grad school. I was in a this grad school program, and this guy was a year ahead of me. And he was also kind of the rock star in the department because he was very smart, and everybody kind of knew that he was the like the the whiz kid. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, he was like Michael J. Fox. Uh, <laughs> I don't understand that reference, but um, shit. <laughs> and um, we started dating pretty quickly after I got into the program, and there were other. There was, uh, like, other, you know, other people in the department that I met. And um, uh, we just got, like, really close really quickly. But, it, like, a kind of false closeness. You know, when you're dating and you just kind of want to smash each other's uh, everything into oh, each other? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we, we both were, like, a little bit too excited about each other. But not really each other. Just, like, the idea of each other. And anyway, so he would kind of trash uh, uh, some other people in the department a little bit. And um, he ended up uh, leaving me for one of those people um, that he would kind of talk. Like, you know, Ooh, I, I don't know. If, the what is this dynamic is like um, you are trying to deny that you like somebody. So you're going to put them down behind their back. You know what I'm saying? Like, talk about them. It's like, um, I'm going to tell the story right now. And I hope he hears this someday. It's like, uh, I got a best friend, but Mac. You, that you know oh i thought you meant this guy that i was describing no i was the, the, the yes, trash the, the dynamic of trashing somebody behind their yeah, back that yeah. you'd, so you so bamak would go on and on about this girl they had a crush on named camille who was like yes. the uh the you know very the golden i don't want to say that golden girl but you know she's like the popular girl that everybody liked like yeah. the sporty the good grades aniston. the jennifer aniston exactly and so she I used to. This is like high school, like senior year, junior year, and I worked in the mall at a jewelry kiosk that I have no, I had no business working at. And I worked at this kiosk a long time. And but Matt came to visit me one day, and Camille worked right down at the end of the lane at a perfume shop. And I mean, this was like months because like Camille, Camille, so she's hot. the perfume of people. L- love Camille, yeah. He was all about Camille. And then um, he comes to my kiosk one day and he's talking about Camille. I'm like, she works right down there. You know that, right? We just, let's just go over there and talk to her. And I wasn't even trying to, he was just so, like, but Mac wasn't a guy who really, you know, he could talk to people. He wasn't like a shy guy. He didn't not have girlfriends and things. Yeah, he's But he was so like, he was so like, oh man, Camille, I love Camille, blah, blah. And I was like, she's right down there. Let's go talk to her. And so we walk all the way down the lane. And he's getting quieter and quieter. We walk all the way down. We get to the front of her store. And we look and we see that she's in there and she's working. And uh, we see her and she looks up at us. And then Bamak turns to me and he goes, Camille's ugly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he walks away. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's exactly how it works. Uh, anyway, okay, continue about this guy. Who's- so, yeah, so, um, like, pretty like really quickly after dating but then we also kind of just were like too into each other too quickly but it, pretty quickly after that he was like uh listen um i've actually been in love with this other girl this whole time and her and i actually kind of started dating like before you got here well i i he okay he didn't say that i'm fast forwarding so um all three of us he and, was in love with her before they were dating before you got there is that what they said? weren't Okay, so um, he just said that he's in love with her and that he needs to leave to pursue her. And I said, okay. Um, yeah, in grad not, school that you yes. had, were involved with. Okay. And all three of us were in the same grad program. Okay. Um, and uh, when I said I said okay, I didn't say it as gracefully. Um, so fast forward a little bit, 
it's very awkward. We're bumping into each other all the time because we work in the same place. Um, and her and I end up working for the same professor. Uh, we have the same like mentor. Does she know about your part in oh, this? Yes. Yes. We Ooh. dated very publicly. Um, wow. Uh, and then her and I are both involved on an experiment that is in Italy. And uh, we both get sent to live there together in one room <laughs> in Italy. Uh, like while she's dating him. So they're there together. Is he it's, in Italy as well? No. He worked on a different experiment, so he stayed. Um, so the the other piece of the triangle and I are in Italy. And so we start talking and there was we never treated each other poorly. We, we, it was just a very odd situation. I really tried hard to be very nice to her and she was a cool chick. Um, and we started talking and she revealed to me that they like had kind of uh, been somehow amorous before I even got there. And I and then I think there was just like a little bit of cold feet. So as soon as I got there, I was like a distraction in a way. That's the I hate this story, man. This is that I mean it. That was one of the things that contributed to grad school just being awful. But all of grad school was so ugh, just so uh, humiliating. Humiliating. Yeah. I've never been to grad school. I don't know what it's like. I don't know. I didn't know it was so humiliating. I mean, I, I'm. I don't know if it is for everybody, but I that that does sound. I do hear people say that they just work you so hard, and it's like there's so many things about it that are difficult that are like a rite of passage. Would you study in, in, in uh, grad school? Particle physics. Oh my yeah. Got a master's in particle physics. So you got um, a master's? Yeah. Oh, but your PhD is where you stopped short. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize you had a master's degree. So this whole time I thought you were an idiot. <laughs> so um I didn't really baby, this yeah, whole time we've been dating, I didn't realize you had a master's degree. Yeah, I know. What the fuck? So how it, do you you knew that I didn't know that? Um, I knew that I've told you before and you reacted the same way and I knew you wouldn't remember. Which that's that's another thing that I learned about you. Dating a person long term is really so interesting because you learn, like, not only do you learn so much about yourself and about people and about relationships, but you learn all of the specific, like, cheat codes. Like, there, is, there are so many things that I tell you that I know for a fact you will not remember. Never. It's like you are so, you're like playing a video game. Like, I know all the little cheats. Never. Nobody figures me out. Never. Think you know, think you know what I'm about? Nope. When I'm going left, you think I'm going left, then I'm going right. Whoa. Are you going, but are you going left? You'll never know where I'm going, bro. Whoa. I'm, I'm the king of this. I'm the king of this office. Oh. Well, I am going to be very transparent. I'm going to my cubicle. You're new here, bro. I'm oh. the king of this office. I'm unpredictable. Ability. Oh, you didn't know what I was oh, going to say. Oh, my gosh. You are so cool. I am not unpredictable. I'm unpredictability <laughs> itself. You are the thing itself. Wow. <laughs> so you just, you know, you hang out in your little cubicle. Hey, man, my name is Mike. It is so nice to meet you. I, you have really won me over. I'm like. Oh, you thought I was going to shake your hand. Elbow. Uh, oh, elbow bump. Sorry, oh, bud. Oh, my I just, God. 
You never know what move I'm going to make. So that's how you get to know me. Oh, hey, I got you. I'm not even trying to predict anymore. I'm just very go with the flow. I'm Name's Collier. Collier. Wow. Name's Collier. I'm just, Collier. you know. Is that with a K or a C? It's with a C. And I just, I'm moving and shaking. Wow. Shaking and baking. Spick and span. This is just a temp job for me. And you're real. I thought I was going to hate this job. You're making me think like, whoa, what's this guy going to do next? Like this, this job is crazy. Nobody knows. You think you know what I'm about to do next. No. You Oh, you got to look in your Are eye like, oh, lunch? this guy's going to blow my mind right now. Uh, but I'm not gonna. Oh, oh. We can have lunch. sometimes being unpredictable is being predictable. Oh, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you. Wait a minute. Oh. I didn't think you were going to say that. I didn't think you were going to do my joke back oh. out. Don't you try to be unpredictable. No, I, no, me, I am. You, to, no. Okay, because I, I know never. what you're going to do next. No, I, I would never. I know what you're going to do next. Okay, let's go to lunch. You're asking me to lunch? Yeah, I'm inviting you to lunch. Well, you didn't think I was going to do that because it's 1030 in the morning. <laughs> oh. I knew. I knew. I knew. Oh, Collier. Collier. You're say you're pronouncing my name as though I'm your subordinate, and that is just because you don't call think me, you surprised me uh, once. Listen, it's Michael now, okay? Ma- Michael, yeah. Well, I'm gonna call you Purple Rain. How'd you know I was gonna say that? Ah, uh, you're. I know you like the back of my hand. I figured this game out. <laughs> You've we've just met. I figured this game out. <laughs> well, L. Elbow handshake. Ah, I hadn't decided, and you decided handshake high five combo. Are we still going to lunch? Ah, no. I'll I'll give you my lunch. No, I'm uh, sorry. Uh, No, I like the name Michael. I'm back to Michael now. (laughs) Scene. Okay. Very good. Um. Ah, uh, oh, there was something I wanted to ask you. Where is it? Razzle dazzle. If somebody asked me to tell to tell them what are the things I've learned about being in a relationship with you, I don't. I don't. Ooh, yes, I don't I have those. I don't, I don't oh know that gosh. I have anything that I. Come could. on, if I if someone asked me to speak on you, I could I could talk about you and your particular nuances and your story and our relationship for hours and hours and hours. You gotta give me something. This show is about this show is about you, Ralph. Give this me, show's about you. You tell me something about me. Tell me something that you've learned about well, me. Well, what a lot of people don't know about you is you did get a master's degree. Oh, get out of here. Um, let's see. What, what's something I like? I'll tell the audience about, and then you're going to talk about yourself. Oh, sure, sure. Shows for we'll take turns talking about it to get to know Anya Jones. Anya Jones. Um, at Anya Jones. At, it's really, I mean, there's, you are, I mean, do you want just facts about yourself or things, keys, things I've learned about? I, I would think like about insights. In those I would like insights. Uh, insights into my character, please. Very thoughtful. Very, um, yeah, give me some thoughts. Yeah, you're very thoughtful. You're no, no, no. Don't you very dare. Very thoughtful. You're don't very... you squirm away from yeah, me. Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't like when people squirm away from you. That's something I know. I love pe- you. Don't like when people squirm away from you. That's one thing. I cannot stand you. It's uh, yeah. Give me a thoughtful observation. 
Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. You know what I mean? What's my greatest flaw? That's and that's the thing. Greatest you have strength. You have great flaws and great strengths. That's another thing. That's something I would say about you. I just got great flaws and great strengths. All right. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna cut you off. <laughs> cut me off with the. You didn't even give me a chance. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's hard for me. It's, my brain doesn't work. You know how people always like. I know what this person's gonna do. You know how in chess people are like. Oh, I know. Or in life people are like. I know. Man, I'm so bad at chess. Everybody wants me to be good at chess. It's something that's put on me a lot. I'm real bad at chess. I don't think it's a thing that everyone has the capacity for that, unless you really are dedicated to it and put a lot of time into getting good at it but you have to really it has to be something that you enjoy enough to even get good at it yeah. but even then i loved playing basketball when i was younger but i never got any good at it really never i'm the opposite i was good and i didn't like it why'd you do it if you didn't like it well because i'm tall so everybody just put me in there all the time i was always signed up for basketball not by choice just because i'm tall and you didn't feel you had the the uh strength to just say no i don't want to do this um, that's a great question. I have never thought that was even an option. <laughs> Hold that thought. This is Radio Free Brooklyn. You're listening to independent listener supported radio. This is Ralph Jean Pierre with Anya Jones on No Suggestion. Hey, if you're, uh, if you want to donate to us, donate to us at radiofreebrooklyn.org backslash donate. We provide free and open platform for community and promote media literacy education free expression and public art get the get the radio free brooklyn mobile app listen to us on the mobile app just turn it on we're always playing we're always live it's a good app streaming on there do you have it yeah i'm telling you i listen to it every week why did you play basketball um i mean okay so i was like in middle school or elementary school both and uh both middle school and elementary yes at the same same time time, yes and it was a time of exploration and I don't know. They just sign you up for shit. And uh, I just, I tried everything. I tried everything that you would give me. Uh, in fact, I actually, I just turned 30 and um, I've decided maybe I'm done trying stuff. But up until now, I was like uh, pretty much open to any kind of food, any kind of adventure, any, any travel, any, anything. Now I'm going to be very selective though. People must have seen a lot of potential in you and sign you up for things. No, the, only, the only thing I was ever signed up for was Dunce Cap Club. <laughs> Uh yeah, well, uh, I'm I was a very special child. I was voted into an office in Dunscape <laughs> Club, court jester. That's very funny. Yeah, I, I man, um, I'm still I'm still thinking about uh what's the the question. I think it's the question. It's not that the question's bad. It's not that a question uh, I can interface a, with. No, the question is ambiguous. Fine. Here's the question. Tell me about a strength of mine. A strength of yours? Yeah. Um, well, let me make an evasive joke. <laughs> um, the <laughs> um, this is not. Um, one of the reasons it's hard is because I think we have a lot in common, and I think we see the world in similar ways. So it's like some of the things I have to say about you that are most notable, noticeable to me, are because I also have that strength and we combine them and work them That's together. Um, but I want to, th- uh, I feel like so often you say things to me that are so profound and illuminate a dark corner for me where I have something I didn't understand. 
Um, I think that's one thing. I think... Um, I think, you know what? I think that's a strength that a lot of people would say about me, but especially men. I wonder if it's like a women's perspective or something, but a lot of guys um, are, are like, uh, what's the word? That, I think, yeah, I think that is like something that... Uh, I'm very observant. That's the word. You know what? I'm not going to take over my own strengths. I mean, I, I, it'd be easier for me to list your accomplishments. No, no, thanks. Because I don't know if I, because I've watched you accomplish a bunch of awesome things. Um, uh, uh, strength. I mean, you've trained our dog very well. Uh, yeah. Now she can type like almost 200 words a minute. <laughs> Um, you know, you did a really good job with that. Um, yeah. you're really good at building stuff. I can't build a damn yes, thing. I build. I can't build anything except for resentment in the hearts of others. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, uh, I love to build. You know what? I think the two, the two, like those two skills are connected in my brain because I, I can't say I'm detail oriented. But I am extremely observant and observant of details. And I think about the details. And um, we were just talking about design earlier today, like visual design about posters. What? Well, I you just, and I were? Well, I just mean that I texted you a picture of something I designed and you said that I'm really great at it. Oh, okay. Um, But like the, uh, like being able to see the big picture, but also being able to see the details is... That's that's the same exact muscle in like looking at a person and um, like looking at a problem that they're in or looking at them as a as a whole and in building something and in design. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm being vague now, but yeah, I like to see. I I, I like the fact that the the big picture is just as important as the little details. Yeah, I think that's still very vague. I think I was forcing it. I, I want think to. I, I just I, wanted I, to have something to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's apparent. But <laughs> not that it's not bad. I wanted to say also we have less than half an hour left. It shows exactly. But I wanted to say at any point you are also. It's not. I don't need to just initiate the scenes. Oh, that's a detail that I've noticed. Is you may um, initiate when you want. every single show that I've listened to, you have initiated every single scene except for. Uh, I believe one or two, and the other two were initiated by Dean Ruel. See, I noticed these things. No, Xavier has initiated at least one or two scenes. Oh, really? Yes. Oh. Yes, yes. But how could you know that? It wasn't... You're just listening on the radio. Not You're not seeing it happen. That's true. Do I initiate? I mean, yeah. It's it's my show. I'm, I'm the most familiar with this terrain. Yeah, watch out around here. You gotta watch out around here. It's unfamiliar terrain, uh, but I know where everything is. This field is littered with landmines. This is where we're gonna make camp. And, but you know where they all are. Yes, right. I know where each of them are. Okay. Well, um, I mean, I got my. Oh my god. Oh no. Okay. I just please. I forgot this one was because it's new. There's a new landmine. I thought, wait, these... The you, enemy comes in the night, and and I knew this one was here. Look at me. This is your first day. Can I breathe? 
You can. I'm standing on. Oh, oh, you. Okay. I. Oh my gosh. Whoo. Beat of sweat off my forehead. I thought you were about to tell me that I'm standing on one. Oh my god. I was going crazy for a second. This one could kill you. Oh. It will detonate. Okay. Well, I am finished. Do not move. I am. Oh, as soon as you move off your spot, it will detonate. Unless we can quickly. Oh, brother. Unless I can hold out long enough for you to get somebody to defuse this thing, which is not an impossibility, but it's Uh nearly. I am going to die. Okay. You. Yes. There's more. We're a few miles from camp. There's every chance you can make it back to camp and not detonate. But how could I make it without you if you're the only one that knows where all the landmines are? You're my guide. We're in a predicament here. Uh, I Uh, would like to take this opportunity to tell you. Please. When we were both up for that promotion... I threw you under the bus behind your back and I got promoted over you and I am sorry. You saying you're my superior? I apologize. You're just too good a guide. You are too good a guide. We couldn't lose such a good guide. Well, I'm lost. I'm I'm now lost. I've doomed us both. And uh, I... You came. You brought me out here to tell me that? No, no, no. I'm just telling you that because we're about to die. What did, what did, we're about to die. Isn't that what you said? The, the landmine's going to blow up and we're both going to die? Well, I'm standing on it. You can, you can move freely. You said it can kill me. Well, okay. if you're standing in proximity to Well, me. since you're about to die, I yeah. still would have told you that, and I apologize, it's and I make my peace... conclusion. I make my peace with God. No, you're, listen, you're, when your time is up, it's up, and um, why fight it? I, I was wondering why I didn't get that promotion. I'm much more qualified. I'm, you are the most qualified for that position. What did you do? What did you say to our superiors? You were being interviewed about your own credentials. What could you have said about mine? I told them that one time oh. uh, I was coming into work and I was a little bit early. And you were a little bit early, but you didn't see that I was right behind you. Okay. Um, I was. Uh, I don't recall a, this. I was well, right, because you didn't see me, because I was quite a distance away. And I told them that I saw you skinning a squirrel in the parking lot, but but you weren't. Um, no, I mean, I just, no. Uh, That's a lie. That's not what you told them. Uh, I'm about to die. You because I killed a squirrel for a group of cadets who had we were without rations. No. Tell me what you told them. Okay. Tell me what this is. I'm on my last. This is my. Okay. This is my last I, stand. I told them. Tell me what you really told them. That if they promote me over you, that uh, I will invite them to my family's famous Lala Banana Booza Cruza. Everything you're telling me I is bullshit. I'm a man about to die. Tell me what you said to them. I need to know how my memory and reputation will be sullied eternally now. I said I was desperate. I said I needed the job and I'd do anything they want me to and I'd lie and I'd cheat and I'd steal and I'd be the best damn employee that they'd ever seen. Also, bullshit. What did you say? What did you say to them? What did you say to them? I'm going to make my way back to camp. To demote me and promote you. Just tell me. Say it. I told them that you slept with the boss's wife. I, I did. 
You did? <laughs> yes. Holy shit. I didn't know that. I was lying at the Listen, time. Listen, back up. I'm going to take my foot off this mine. Oh, let me get a running head start. <laughs> it was worth it. Ah! <laughs> Scene. All right. Good, good, good. Feeling nice. How are you feeling, my dear? Um, I mean, I uh don't like improv. <laughs> Talk about it. Why don't you? Oh my gosh! What is there to like and what is there to dislike about improv? Come on now. Okay, well, as listen, a stand-up, especially you're speaking. right. I'm a stand-up comedian, so this is like taking my vitamins. Like I feel like improv makes you a much better stand-up and a, a better performer at anything. And I do it because I know it's good for me and. I love watching it, like watching people that are good at it. And you know what? I This is the number one thing that I hate about America. And just because I'm thinking about this right now America. is um, when people insist, you know, just have fun. It's like no matter what they're talking about, it's like, you know, just just get up there and have fun. And like cooking is all about just having fun. You know what? No. Do the best. Get the best product. Do the best job. And um, right. So that's to say that there have been very few times in improv that I was having fun and those times were truly um probably the better of my performances but i cannot have fun on command and improv is not fun um it's just a very very hard muscle for me i think some people like really slip into it very easily but stand-up is very performative planned very very much uh i am in control i'm the only one in control i got a lot of control issues I, I'm I'm hearing you. I'm agreeing with what you're saying. I feel like there's some holes and some flaws in your story, similar sure. to the scene that we just did. What what are they? You unearth them. You unpack the holes. The scene? No, no. Unpack the story. Unpack the story you just gave me. Somebody improv. Um. What's the, what are the what are the gaps there? What do you? There's a there's a, there's a dump truck outside. <laughs> Dumping garbage. Um, the holes that, in the put, story. Put the holes of your story in there. You know what? I have told that story so many times that I I fooled myself. So I'm not sure. Ooh, self hypnosis. I don't know. I mean, it just uh, you hate improv. Let's start fun. there. It just it it is not fun. And I mean, uh, like stand up is a little bit more fun, but you know I don't do it for the fun. Uh, but okay, um. Okay. Well, if it's not fun, why do you do it? Why do you keep coming like back to it? Because I know it makes me better. Makes you better I, how? As a comedian? As a person? Both. Absolutely both. I think I became a more tolerable person when I learned improv, for sure. And it is about the control issue, because I do uh, white knuckle as many situations as I can. And improv does not work if you do that. And um, so improv really teaches you to... It's a it's an exercise in like how much can you let go of control, and that's why I hate it. I hate every moment of it. I it does not feel good. It doesn't feel good. Where? How? Which part? What? What doesn't feel good? And what does? Does any part feel good? Giving you the third um, degree. Does any part feel good? Yeah. Well, just being around other improvisers feels good. Watching other people do well feels good. For me, no part of it feels good unless I'm doing well. But that's so rare. Like the rare moments when I feel like I'm having fun and I'm in flow and I have let go and I am trusting my scene partner, those feel good. The, that happens so rarely. Um, 
Your puppy is on the other side of the room. Masha, get in here. Whimpering. Masha. She's busy. It's funny that you called her over and she didn't come. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think that all that all that you said is is fair. Um. What's the interest in getting better? Um. Okay, well, see, this is what I meant when I said this is what I hate about America, but it's, uh, I don't know that that's the right way to say it, but like the idea of, uh, you know, just have fun. Life is about being happy. Man, I do not. That's what you hate about America. I do not understand that. Tell tell the world where you're from. Okay, well, I'm from Russia, and I do feel like this perspective is Russian, but I also feel like it's just uniquely me, like... um, I don't. I don't know how to explain this without uh, sounding like I'm exaggerating or sounding like I'm Masha, like mentally ill. I'm, I mean, it's probably both. But um, life, to me, is um, just. Uh, oh my gosh! I don't. I'm not pessimistic. I'm actually an extremely optimistic person. But I believe that all of the best stuff comes from a lot of sacrifice. And a lot of um, hard work and, oh gosh, I'm really, this sounds like such bullshit. I'm really not able to like put my finger on the thought. But having fun and being happy is not just an option and it's not just a choice for me. And if you asked me to like, uh, like just kind of relax, like some people go on vacation to relax and do nothing. Man, that is not me. Like, my fulfillment in life comes from um, doing stuff that is very, very hard, but uh, feels worthwhile. Like stand up is not fun; it's very arduous. Dude, um, we're we're on the beach. We're relaxing. Like, unclench your jaw. No. I'm, no. You're you're scaring away all the chicks, dude. Put the sunscreen on me. Oh, well, I can't. You're wearing a coat. I and and yet. And the pieces that are left out, little ears, little noses poking out, get them. Will you? All right. I mean, if you remove your bulletproof vest, I can maybe get at your neck. I mean, how could I do that? If I, Are you crazy? If I remove my bulletproof vest, I'm going to be penetratable. <laughs> There's no, no one is going to fire at you here in this beat. It's a, how it's, do it's you secluded. know that? How do you know that? Scaring the chicks away and yet it's secluded. I gotcha. You fucking dummy. You dumb piece of shit. You're going to roast. You're going to get shot. You're going to get a melanoma. Unbelievable. I can't believe I came. Well, I'm glad you came somewhere. You haven't had sex in 17 years. That is no one's concern. It is not safe to have sex. (laughs) Bro, everything is not about safe. Please don't do any more push-ups got to keep your shoulders mobile it's uh it's good for the joint or what's also good for the joint is relaxing Ugh. taking in the sun breathing lying CIA, back cia propaganda cia <laughs> life's about hard communist work all, all right just keep your head down do your work any laughter Togetherness, community. On occasion, when it is appropriate. When it is appropriate to have community and be together with your friends and family. On occasion, yes. In the non-working hours, it is occasionally all right, yeah. Looking over my shoulder, who who are you looking for? Sometimes I think I see my father. 
That's why you're wearing that vest, aren't you? Hey. You want to stay alive to see him again. That's ridiculous. Dad's dead, buddy. Hey. He died for the motherland. He's not he's not gonna he's not gonna come to this beach. I know that. He's dead. How could he? Take that coat off. No. Take that vest no. off. Stop doing triangle push-ups. No. It's the right thing to do. I'm living life by the rules, Pop-Up. Dad. I'm safe. I'm safe. Dad was killed. It wasn't because he was being unsafe. It's just how things... It's just how things go. He took off his vest for just a moment, and he's gone. That could happen to anyone. He was in the middle of a That's war. That's exactly right, this, and that that is exactly right. It could happen to anyone. This is a beach. Take the vest off. Take the coat off. Untie those boots. You think, you think maybe I could go for a swim? You could go for a swim fully dressed, but it'll be more fun if you down your trunks and go in the water. You think it's safe? You know it's safe. This is a secluded beach except for a few other people who know about it, but we're we're far from everyone. Let's get in there. Hmm. Got any more potato salad? I do. It's nice. Yeah, take that coat off. So, oh. Yeah, take that coat off. It's nice. Let's get in the water. It's little by little. We don't oh. have to. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's chilly. Oh, that's cool. a little chilly. Oh. It'll be better. Uh, it's nice. Uh, it's nice, man. I'm glad you're doing this. I'm and exposed. I. Oh. It's okay. <laughs> don't don't bend down and do any push-ups in the water. Uh, it's fine. Uh, that's fine. the only way. I feel. Oh my god, that shark has a gun. Ah! <laughs> See. <laughs> 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 <That's funny. laughs> ah, nice. Um, what were we talking about? Um, talking about uh, how improv teaches you to not have to have control. Mm. Yeah. I don't think um, I'd be able to be in a relationship without improv. Or I, I'll, I'll just say improv taught me skills that are necessary in a relationship, such as giving up control. In the bedroom. Oh. <laughs> uh, that's a joke. Spicy. That is a complete joke. It's totally false. I think improv, I mean, improv, I've been doing improv more than half my life, and uh, yeah, it's... You're such a relaxed dude. I'm... Sh- I have no way of knowing, because I've been doing improv most of my life, but I think a lot of that is from improv. Yeah. Yeah, I look at people like you, where you just kind of, like, pop yourself wherever you are in life, and you just let stuff happen around you. <clears throat> Man, I've been I've been begging to be like you for the last 30 years. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I really wonder. It's funny because I don't think most other people who know me would call me relaxed. Yeah, I mean, you, you have. That's the other thing. I mean, this is really why I, I believe in you and and like to be around you is because you are completely relaxed because you know that nothing means anything, and ultimately we're gonna die. But you also take everything with the utmost seriousness because. You know, because we're all going to die. Like, that is, that is, I think, appropriate. Like, a total level of um, disregard for any arbitrary rules that you don't like, but also uh, 
everything matters. Everything is awesome. You can really build something and make something that is really shattering. Everything is awesome. Everything. Everything is awesome. Boogie down. Yeah. Everything's awesome, kids. Look at that yellow car. Oh, hello. That's me. Oh, hello, yellow car. How do you do? You're awesome today. Whoa. Yellow car. I want to know, how do you get so awesome? I'd love to someday be as awesome as you. Well, beep, beep. The way you get to be real awesome and yellow, drive around, you got to be, is you got to, you got to eat a lot of yellow things. Whoa, let's list things that are yellow that you can eat. Banana. A banana is yellow. Holy moly. Beep, beep to that. A, a slice of cheese. Oh, wee, beep, beep. You know what's also yellow? Corn on the cob. Corn on the cob. Maybe with a little butter, which is also yellow. Beep, beep. That's how you get awesome like this yellow car. Whoa. You know what's also yellow? My antipsychotic medicine. Whoa. That's yellow. Banana. Beep, beep. Bananas are great, full of potassium. Which is also yellow. Yellow car, you're so great, and you're also a car. Beep, beep. I'm a Honda. You're a Honda. You've got a horn, so many wonderful features. Whoa. All right. You must give people rides here and there, to and fro, to places they need to be. I only have one rider. The guy that drives me, his name is Jeff. My dad's name was Jeff. That's what I'm told. I never met him. Beep, beep. Ha, ha, ha. I understand he was from Pennsylvania. You know what is also yellow? What's also yellow, yellow car? Your dad's cowardice. He's a yellow guy, and that's why he died in this car. He was a coward on the road. Beep, beep. I didn't know that. Take the yellow ones and the pink ones. They help you to forget. I have a whole regimen of antipsychotic medicines that I take each day in different combinations. My dad's name was Ken. It was Jeff. I'm already beginning to forget him. Banana. Beep, beep. You're awesome, Yellow Cassine. <laughs> Is that too dark? Uh, no. That's okay. Oh man, that felt like a dare. I feel like there's some Derek comedy sketches that feel like that. That's yeah, fun. that's nice. Woo! What's some, what's some things that people should know about you, uh, Anya Jones, besides that you're oh, my geez. lady? Um, you should know that um, I really don't like aggressive driving in Brooklyn. Whoa, what does that mean? Talk about it. Wait a minute. I wanted you to say things about where people could. 
learn oh. about you. Oh, right, 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 right. You can talk right, about right, aggressive right, driving. Right. We got a minute or two. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, okay, well, um, listen, um, you can follow me if you ever see me walking down the street. What? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm joking. <laughs> I apologize. That was, I did two jokes back to back. I'm sorry. Uh, at Anya Jones, but you spell the J with a zero. You know what? I, I almost regret that handle because it's so hard to explain, but it goes A-N-Y-A-J-0-N-E-S on Instagram. That's not that hard. Um, yeah, you're right. I'm uh, I'm nervous. I'm out of control. I don't feel comfortable. <laughs> you're you're doing you're doing uh, great. And I have a website www dot 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 com. And uh, if you're a comedian, or if you have ever considered doing open mic comedy, I run New York's uh, largest, most comprehensive list of open mics. Um, which means that uh, you can. There's a map and there's a list. You could find them. You could go uh, sign up and perform on your own. Um, and Let's talk about uh, that little grift. Oh my that gosh! You pulled off. Oh, it's a uh, it's a whole that's a whole story. So and and also on the website you can find sketches that Ralph and I made. We made a lot of sketches in the pandemic, Ralphie. Oh yeah. We took a a, a road trip all around the country, all around the south. Six really. months in a forty-year-old Volkswagen van that yeah. we spent a lot of money on. And that whole story, the map, the the videos from that trip are all on lifeofanya.com. A lot of content. Uh, yeah, and um. There's also uh, my schedule of shows is on lifeofanya.com. So you can see me perform. You can see me. And I have a show coming up this Sunday, uh, July 10th at, or maybe it's the 11th, whatever Sunday is, um, at Young Ethel's in Park Slope. Um, it's called Live and Unqualified. It is uh, really funny and really dark. Or I psychoanalyze comedians about their deepest, darkest traumas. Yeah, that's once a month. Yeah, it's a monthly. At uh, Young Ethel's. That's right. Shout out to Young Ethel's, which is also run by two improvisers. That's right. I want to get them on this show. Yeah, live and unqualified. It's a, it's a wonderful show. And uh, that's your next show. You don't have any stand-up shows? You don't have me on any stand-up shows uh, coming up? I do a little stand-up on that one, but um, the next stand-up show I'm on, I believe, is uh, the 21st of July. Although, I just got a message that perhaps that venue has been shut down by um, some city authorities. Uh-oh. Should we name what venue that is? No. Let's not do it. Uh, you know what? They'll stay open. 21st of July. They'll be open. Nobody's going to get shut down. Okay. Well, we got uh, about 30 seconds left. What's what's what's, uh, what's the last thing you want to leave the people with? What should people know? Oh, gosh. Um, about, last chance. About me? About anything. It's a thing you want. It's a message you want to leave oh, listeners with. Um, I want... People to um oh geez well Town's you know this is very down. this is very important and um don't you, you know, do this <laughs> don't you do this Give I want people actual... to listen to their girlfriends man oh shit think if, notice things about.